Live from the Santa Barbara neighborhood in Martinez Town, you're listening to Ten Ring Minimum with Chris, Billy, Michael, and Smiley. Ooh, welcome to the late start of Ten Ring Minimum today. I know I said six-ish, but yeah, ish was really stretched today. Um, that's all right, though. We, you're, you're busy. I saw you outside. Oh, I saw you yeah. working hard. <laughs> At least last night, you'd hear the door And today, closed. too. Yeah. Uh, well... Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say You know, I was moving my room around, and uh, I have this large desk, and I, I went and did a couple of Martinez Town uh, runs, you know? Oh, the, the – what do you – was, we had a name for it. Now we have, that, The Martinez Town Run. Oh, yeah, the Martinez Town Run. It's, it's where you, you – Is that what I call fielding? I don't know. No, it's where you take something you don't want, like, like a piece of furniture, and instead of taking it to the dump, you take it to the many – Yeah. Uh, uh, Big dumpsters in the dumpster industrial area. Amenities we have here on Broadway, or just take a couch and throw it out uh, on the sidewalk. That's that. No, that's that's what I call fielding. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, well, we're just going to take this this couch and dump it in a field. Yeah. Oof, okay. Yeah, I've had to deal with you guys out of the transmitter sites. With me? Well, with people who do that kind of a thing. I don't do it out there. I said Martinez Town. Yeah. No. I, I, Not you per se. Yeah. The people who do that kind of a. Deal. I, I just want to defend myself here. I make it to a dumpster. I never I not get into a dump, dumpster. I never not throw something away in a dumpster. And, and you know, it's, it's, I think we're we're classier than leaving it out on the, the on the, yeah. the sidewalk. Free to take. Yeah, yeah. a little sign. I think we, we you know we're not farmers. Yeah, we're not we're farmers. <laughs> farmers. Wait a minute, hold on a second. I was a farmer. We never threw it. We never. First of all, you always reuse. First of all, a country a country block is like a mile. You know, it's not like oh, let's pull over and see if this couch is any good in the tractor. <laughs> That's I don't know where you, we're not farmers. That's an urban thing. Farming, you just like you know you smash it up and then you know bury it, you, bury you it bury somewhere, it burn it, burn it, incinerator. Well, in in Japan, it's called gome. Gome. You just that you leave stuff out for other people to take. Okay. Huh. We'll see. Yeah. It's, and so, like on weekends, people do the same thing, like as like going to um, garage sale. Going, yeah, going. Uh, oh. looking, and you just drive around because people just put their crap out to take. Oh. So meaning, say like, and they do I'm, it with everything too. I'm like super ghetto, and I okay. just put my trash out, like literally my like trash. a farmer ghetto, like a farmer, like a farmer. <laughs> well, I the, think trash is different than actual. Like, the, but I'm just saying, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it gome now. Yeah. I just leave my trash out. Oh, gome! I had well, I had friends that uh, have like you know been in Japan for different reasons, uh, usually work related, and like people will literally leave a car. Really, free car in Japan? I, I can see that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a car in Japan is is like first of all, you're lucky to have one. I feel like I feel like it's so small that you don't need a car. So if you have a car, it's kind of a, a hindrance. Like if you lived in New York, you're like, ah, where did I park the car? You know? It's like, oh god, you have a car? Yeah. It's 2016, buddy. Right, right. Well, no, it's it's like it's like buying like green chili or lamb here. Really? They make all the cars. So. Well, they make them all. That's true. They're like, but ah, I, mean, I got a new car. I'll just leave this one out here. Someone will take it. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like if you live in Tokyo, you're probably not driving a lot. You're probably taking the you know the train like some bullet train that that glides along on a um, air of electricity you know like some thin layer. But I mean, they still layer. have a lot you, you of go cars. Go to like a tube of yeah. wind and like like the bank. I mean, you know how their 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 parking garages are like a lift, like you park yeah. and then your car is like elevated That's true. up a well, level. Well, there's, there's so, I mean, they have that kind of well, stuff okay. going on. For example, when I was in Europe, I was in Germany, 
55% of their population still rides a bicycle as their main transportation. So that means only 45% of the population drives cars. Well, they make cars too. You know, they like Mercedes and BMW, but they don't have a, a need for them like we do because, you know, the country of Germany can fit in New Mexico, you know? So they have a tr- you know transit system that they can take or they can, you know, ride their bicycle to the next town and it's not, you know... You're telling me they probably have a bus that runs after 6 o'clock on a Sunday. Probably. They probably do. And That's... if they don't, they just ride their bike to wherever they need to go because it's not that far. <laughs> you know? Like if you're in one town and you go up to like the second level of a building, you can see the next town. You know? Yeah. It's just that way. You probably see three or four of them it's actually. Like, like you would be living in New England so, or, or so the, Japan, the East Coast. They always talk about how they have like a heavy population and everything's smaller because they don't have a lot of room. So I figure a car would probably be kind of a hindrance. Unless I don't know. It's like a, like a, those little tiny ones. Well, you yeah. mean, it, I mean, it is. They most, like, I went to China. 11 years ago, 10 yeah. years ago. And, uh, well, China has a little more real they, estate. But they still have, like, not, they don't have parking lots for cars. They have parking lots for bikes. And, I mean, these yeah. things are packed, yeah. jammed packed. Like, that doesn't mean, like, they might have six lanes of traffic, like, actual official lanes on the road, but you end up having, like, nine lanes of traffic going down the freeway. I mean, they, they jam pack it, pack everything. It's just smashed together where you're, whether you're driving in a car or you're riding your bike. Interesting. It's either or. That sounds horrific. I always get like super weirded out by those like YouTube videos, those viral videos of traffic, say in like Bangladesh, where there's oh, yeah. no stoplights. How everyone and just they're just knows. like flying along, like just, they just hundreds know of where cars. somebody else is going to be. I would get in. They, I would die every day. The only nice part is we were like <laughs> in these large tour buses, so like we were kind of like we were like the biggest guys on the road, so we we're like just move out of the way. We just like pile drive through everything. So it's like driving in L.A. Pretty much. I've driven in L.A., and it's not as b- that bad as people say. You don't think I, so? I, I, really? I drove on the 101, like, rush hour, and everyone seems to be like, no, what's I, I would say they're, they're better drivers than Albuquerque. Oh, I believe that. Well, yeah, they might be better drivers, but still, it's, it's uh, it, a pain it's in the ass. Complete mayhem? Like, driving on the 405. I don't know how many, like, messages or Snapchats I get from friends that are like, Stuck on the road again, like in L.A., kind of a deal. Lighting my car on fire, shooting at someone. <laughs> yeah. Just shooting right. randomly out the window. Yeah. <laughs> killing, 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 killing all the people I can kill. <laughs> I wonder if there are a lot of car fires on the freeway, you know? I've seen one. Probably in the, the summer when it's like everything overheats. That shit's that Probably shit's when scary. you're sitting in, in 5 o'clock traffic in L.A., your car's just overheating and all of a sudden it explodes because it's just too hot. I mean, my, my car's shitty, and so when you do smell kind of like smoke, it might not be coming from me, but I always assume it is. No, we're not yeah. live on Facebook just for a second. And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Okay, I'm going to have my fucking engine catch on fire because, like, I have an oil leak, and it's just it's it's pretty easy for, like. You just know it's there. You're all, hmm, that is a possibility. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 shitty. But anyway, um, yeah, driving in L.A. is not that bad as people think. Yeah. I, I, I haven't been there in a long time. So I don't know how bad it is. I just know that like the motorcycles are pretty bad, uh, the crotch rockets, and that's how it was also in Europe. So, oh, because I can go down the uh, the in between in between lanes. Yeah, there's not even in between yeah. lanes. These, these they make up their own. They make up their own lanes. Their lane is that little freaking the, the line. Yeah, yeah. Their lane is the dotted line. Yeah. Oh wow. And if they get enough room, then they just swerve in and out. Well, and you can also go down the middle. 
Do you guys already say that? Like, if you're on a motorcycle, if you're in L.A., you can just go down the middle of traffic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. what if it's the lines. Oh, okay. You can go in between the You know, someone cars, opens a car door to get out to light their car on fire, and you hit <laughs> it and flip, you know? But I'm just fucking worried. Like, if I like, who gets do that, like, who's to say that, like, somebody has an extra long, you know, rear view mirror? And they just clip it with their handlebars, and it's well, I guess that's just up to the motorcycle driver. <laughs> if you're flying down a lane that doesn't exist, you're taking chances right there. Oh my god! See, this is why people. This is why there is like a huge, I guess, like gap between like normal, like like car fatalities and motorcycle fatalities, like. The ratio is just out, it's astronomical. Like, if you go into like any like rehab hospitals, half of those people are from motorcycle accidents. Murder cycles. Yeah. So fuck that. I'm well, not getting a motorcycle. Well, yeah. One of them's you're inside of a tank, basically, and the other one you're on a bicycle that's going like 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Trauma. And might as well be on a skateboard, just shooting down a hill. I has nothing between me and the road or anyone else. Or somebody who wears like. Someone who wears like like a T-shirt and like gets road rash, that those fibers stay in your body forever. Those what you road rash? Sorry, so I was doing. That, a, I was that, that's why there's so many like all the douche guys wear like leather because it won't actually like all the douche guys. You mean the motorcycle riders? <laughs> oh, you just mean motor, oh, you motorbike riders? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, my dad was a motorcycle rider, and it's very common to wear leather, and in you know. Like they, everybody thinks it's like really shitty and douchey, and you're rich and you're wearing leather. That it's actually the preferred like safety. Yeah, yeah that actually protects your <laughs> that's body from look road at, rash. Look at this motorcycle race. Look at these douches all wearing leather. Seriously, <laughs> I, leather like, chaps and everything. I bet they're all farmers. I've been, I've been like <laughs> these farmers with their crotch rockets. I've been on a scooter. I've been on a scooter and slid thirty feet, and yeah. it was only because I had a leather jacket on that it didn't hurt me. Wow. We have a call-in number, 505-715-6511. Look at Smiley all douchey in his ripped jacket. I'm all, well, that saved me from having road rash, and so did that one. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I had an ex-wife who worked in, like, a rehab hospital. And oh, yeah, and she was like, you're never owning a motorcycle. Exactly. She's like, and not even a scooter. Like, I really want to. She just comes home and hits you, and you're like, what the fuck was that for? You will never own a motorcycle. Okay. Wasn't going to. Not going to now. Well, as long as you have a really good leather jacket, you should be fine. And a helmet. Yeah. I, I remember. My friends tell me that too. You're never going to get a bike. It's like, why? It's like, have you seen you drive? I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, I didn't think I was that bad of a driver, but they're like, yeah, you're not, gonna, you're not getting a motorcycle. It's like, okay. Okay. I, I just. Re- that. I, I always uh, rely on my tumbling skills. <laughs> okay. Because. <laughs> uh, that sounds I, legit. I got, I got T boned on my, on my scooter. So literally, like my scooter went sideways that way because it got hit by a car, but I still had my forward momentum, so I just kept flying forward. <laughs> I just had no scooter underneath me anymore. I was like, "Oh God!" It's it's really funny because after that Hobo Hank show, yeah, Smiley and I were on the porch, and he's like, "I want to do that so bad. Check out what I can do." And he tumbles into the fence, yeah, and like <laughs> knocks his knocks, you know, pretty much just does a flip into the. It, it, keep in mind, we have goat heads too out there. Yeah. Just to prove a point, that's like that didn't hurt. I can do. I, I can do wrestling. I was like, Smiley, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> there are goat heads down there. You could have hurt yourself. Oh, it didn't even hurt. Yeah, you. Tumbling. Yeah, you thought. Yeah, you thought that I hit my head. I was like, Nah, nah dude, that's just acting there. That's a, that's like stunt work. 
It was really. All I did is hit my shoulder against the fence, but it looked real, didn't it? Smiley, I've seen you knock yourself out, so I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen you literally. I've had more practice. Hit your head on our Adobe wall, and you were knocked out for like thirty seconds. And the best part, yeah, he was, and we just like stepped over you. And the best part is like, oh, he's he's, he's out. He's he's, he's out. <laughs> That's funny, man. True story. I was I was trying to do. Uh, you were trying to do this joke for us. Yeah, I was. I was uh, that was a, a short-lived stint with uh, like um, physical comedy. I was like, no, check it out. I got this idea for this thing, and it's like whack. Oh, and I just. I thought you were just fooling around, and he's like, nah, he's out. <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> just live in there. He'll be all right. And this is why when I go to the doctor, they assume I played football. Right. Like, what position did you play, skinny? You uh, just took your MRI. uh, College football or, like, slightly pro? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it just looks like you've had, like, 20 concussions. That's all. You look like Homer Simpson's brain. That's all. Um, Actually, and it's funny because, like, you were, like, talking about being in wrestling. And then you didn't even go with me whenever I went. After that, me and Billy went. Oh, yeah. Well, I already had plans. I didn't know that was going on. Well, I don't know. Well, you should have went. It's good. Billy and I went. We went with Dan, uh, Dan Mayfield. And uh, for everyone out there, you know, I know it's not, it's not recorded and on television. Hobo Hank survived. He's alive. You know, they, yeah, that was a good match. He, and, um, they tried to. Th- this, is, this is the fucked up thing, right? So uh, this is kind of the epilogue of the Hobo Hank episode uh, from two episodes ago. So, Hobo Hank was the main event. You know how he said he goes and he's never sure what they're going to have set up for him? So, they, he was the main event, and the evil director of competition had finally figured out a way to beat Hobo Hank, and that was to fight fire with fire. So, they brought out uh, Vinny the Vagrant to, to fight Hobo Hank, and they offered Vinny the Vagrant a lunchbox full of food. If he defeated Hobo Hank, that would be his reward. And so he came out and he was like, rah, rah, like you know, like vagrants do. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was like schizophrenic or something. And he had like dirty underwear. You could see sticking out of his sweats. And uh, Hobo Hank uh, defeated the director of competition, his bodyguard, and Vinny the Vagrant. And at the end, he took the food and he gave it to Vinny the Vagrant. So he had something to eat. And they hugged. And they were friends now. <laughs> Nice. Oh, yeah, they're going to team up now. Oh, I bet they will. Told so basically, game. it was bum fights. <laughs> yeah, it was bum fights. <laughs> just, 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 you know. It was bum fights, yeah. So that, that happened, you know. But that was, that was pretty fun. And it was so funny because we went to go talk to Hobo Hank afterwards. And some guy was like, hey, I got these uh, pictures for sale, fifty. I got these uh, bigger ones. They're five. They used to be ten. And me and Dan are like, okay. Pictures of what? Of him. Like, right, you know, oh, yeah, posing, yeah. you know, like as a wrestler. Like, you know, he's like, and we're like, okay. I don't even know who you are. I didn't see you wrestle. Sorry. <laughs> the thing is, there, there was a lot of, like, cut dudes that we didn't get to see. Cause, oh, like, yeah. There was the guys working the merch tables. Like, these guys yeah. are huge. I, you know. We got there late because of the, the Alibi Untapped uh, Rail Yard show. So we got there a little late. It was all right, though. So uh, the next big one, I guess, is on the 22nd. And Jeff Jarrett will be there and his wife, if you know who that is. 
No one knows who that is. Not his wife. Nope. I know who Jeff Jarrett. I know is. if you know who Jeff Jarrett is, you know he used to say slap nuts all the time. He'd be all, "Watch yourself, slap nuts," you know, shit like that. So that's happening. Uh, and then currently, then we did the show at the rail yards. If you haven't watched that yet, that show is up on YouTube. I am actually very proud of the audio that came out of it. And you're all, but Chris, the audio doesn't sound very good compared to what we like. What it sounded like in the rail yards area, the sound is amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, very yeah. true. Have you guys listened not to it at all? Able, I haven't. I, I haven't been able to listen to it, but just. From not even really being able to hear us, no. like, sitting right next to each other. No. And trying to, de- like, decipher what the hell we were all saying. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. I played it for my coworker, and he's like, I was like, I don't know how this is going to sound. And I played it, and he goes, that doesn't sound bad. And I said, oh, what you're not understanding is there's music playing. There's a band playing. And he goes, there's a band playing? I go, yeah. I said, I'm leaning in because I'm trying to hear from the speaker. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I can't hear the other people. And he's like, holy shit. Right that, next year. He's like, holy shit, that's awesome then. You can barely hear the music playing. Well, that's, that's yeah. awesome. I'm glad we managed to make that work out. The Absolutely. I mean, that, that could have really turned into shit real quick. I, and I, it was going that way. <laughs> I'm definitely glad we put out that uh, yeah. bring us beer sign. I'm going to do that. definitely I'm, worked. I'm going to do that from now on. I should do that on, this, on here, bring yeah. us beer. Because that definitely worked by the end of the show. I should put that up right now. Just a, a, a note on the top of the screen says, bring us beer. Yeah. Uh, have Need beer, we'll podcast. Shit like that, you we'll know? We'll podcast for beer. Right. Can we talk about, do, do we actually have like a top ten or like, did, what was your favorite beer of that episode? Did, did we really talk about it? No, not, not on the we, show. We kind of lost track of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I'd say my favorite was the pie brewing. When he brought those sours in, oh yeah, I love sours, and they I, yeah, I, I I think it's at that point. I don't think I remember. What I do. What. I, they were good. I was surprisingly like, I was really surprised by sours because I don't yeah. enjoy them. So to get a good sour that I actually wasn't cringing at after taking a taste was amazing to me. So I really enjoyed them, but I liked um, bow and arrow stout. Okay. And sidetrack just. Because I always enjoy sidetrack. Sidetrack just but kills it. Bow and arrow kill it, yeah. was definitely I liked I liked their stout that they brought over. And then you know so we you know on a side note about that so Billy couldn't do his show Friday at sidetrack and we didn't know why they were like there's some issue with the patio we thought maybe like you know the fucking roof fell in or something so we go over there and it's one of those things where it's like someone tattled to the fire marshal about places. And the fire marshal tried to say that they do it every like every change of, of season. But anyway, the fire marshal went to Bose and shut their patio down. They went to them and shut their patio down. And they went to like two or three others and shut down like their patios. Really? And I'm like, that really sounds like somebody fucking snitched and oh, yeah. you know, some bullshit. So their patios are all closed pending per, uh, permits, different kind of permits. And I'm like, wait a minute here. You've been open for like six, seven months now, and they're just now coming over to see if you have fucking permits for your, for your, uh, your patio. Wait a minute here. You're the fire marshal, so for the six or seven months I've been over there, it's been dangerous. Is that is that what I'm hearing? And you haven't given a shit, <laughs> or now all of a sudden you give a shit because somebody fucking sicked you on them. That's what I, I hate. Shit like that. That's always like some sort of, uh, uh, what do you call it? Bureaucratic shit, if you ask me. Do you know, do you, snitched. Do you know what's really weird? 
like I work over at O'Neill's now, and yeah. they like I was trying to figure out why they're like crazy sticklers for like health codes. I mean, like crazy. Like you yeah. can't you can't touch food with your hands. You can't like nothing. You, it's 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 insane. Yeah, but uh, you can't touch food with your hands. I hope you don't. But um, I've I've been working there what like three months. Yeah. The fire, okay. The health department. The health department's been that been there once a month. Damn. Which I've never seen. That is a lot. I'm like that usually it's like once a year. I'm like there must have been some incident. I'm like they must have really pissed off some city officials. Yeah. That and and maybe had a bad that the fire department and the health department is there every single month. No shit. And yet they haven't been to this place for six months of them being open. I'm like they must have pissed someone off. And seeing that, ha- yeah. Do you remember? See, that's the weird thing, too, is, like, they do that shit downtown as well. I remember Sister Bar pissed, when they first opened, they pissed off the, you remember this, Billy? They pissed off the fire department. So the the fire, the fucking fire chief would come, like, on a Friday, Saturday night, and they would just start counting people. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I'd be, I remember I was at Blackbird, and they're all, oh, fire marshal. And so then, you know, they're, like, the, the, the guy's, like, kicking people out. I was like, God damn. And then I haven't seen it since. So all of a sudden now it's fine, but then once a month it was like they were there every fucking month. Yeah, it's like, no, it's crazy. Like when I worked at Blackbird, I want, I uh, like, how I many like, years was I there? I Three like the, years at Blackbird? Yeah. Fire Marshal came in once. Once, but then I Sister like, Bar fucked up and it was like every month. I like to think that these Fire Marshals are just dicks, and you just want like, oh, yeah. you know, I, my, my wife needs a new, needs a new pearl necklace. I'm gonna hit up the sister bar and hey. hope, hopefully Joey just slips me you know a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> you wonder. That's how it, I you mean. Help me out, I'll help months. you out. Chicago is really bad about. I mean, it used to be. I don't know if it still is. It was very well known for shit like that. Okay. Oh, you need a permit? That's gonna be mm, 18 months. And then they're like, 18 months? I need a permit for a sign to go outside my business. Yeah, it's gonna be about 18 months. A lot of backlog. And then all of a sudden. You're at your business, and someone would show up, and they're like, "So I hear you need help getting a permit faster." And then you know, they're there to collect the money. Oh, see, it's fucking bullshit. You know, they they'd tell you no at the office that it was going to take this long, and then you'd go back to your place, and someone would show up, and you know, that was pretty double standard. Double the price, and then oh, or all of a sudden you get <laughs> well, more than double, well, doubled, like tripled, whatever you want to do, five times the price. Mm-hmm. Hey, and I don't know what to tell you, you but uh, eighteen months. Eighteen months. You you want to do it eighteen months? You want to do it in eight days? What do you want? <laughs> but uh, I, I like. To, well, I don't know. Would you say that Albuquerque has been known at least for a little bit of corruption? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, Man, many Aragon. <laughs> I was, really? I was, just, I, was I'm, I was being facetious. But, oh okay. So, I used <laughs> I used to own a bar that got confiscated from me because it was just a it was a big marijuana smuggling front. Really. Yeah, the the owner like we're like wow we're getting a great deal on this like building and liquor license and all this <laughs> stuff I'm like man awesome cool we're open a bar here and then six months later oh that's that like the the U.S. Marshals show up oh and man they're like oh yeah by the way the guy that you the are, U.S. Marshals showed up for their monthly visit the, the, <laughs> the, the guy that you're we seen from? that from is uh, we just we just popped him for the largest at the time largest marijuana smuggling ring in the, I'm not gonna, in the U.S. I'm not, I'm not gonna call it a business by name, but there's a business near us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where yeah. Um, 
it's 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 weird in a way that they're still in business. Yeah. Only because if you ever go in there to this business that sells, you know, things like I don't, I guess produce. Produce. Yeah. You go are. in and there's like old ass, like small old apples. Yeah. They they sell like bags of peanuts, like just like yeah, not even like planters, but like just bags of unsalted peanuts. Uh, ramen. Um, oh yeah. And uh, Virgin Guadalupe candles. And that's pretty much it. And no one's ever in there. And no one's ever in there. And I'm like, hmm, how does this place stay in business? But yet, but yet, late at night, you'll see that like, place is busy. It's it, no, it's it's this, it has like four like SUVs, and, oh like, yeah. big ass like trucks, big like trucks, like two fifty, like four two. This, this like, is like one or two <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, and it's really weird. It's like, what's going on there? And you, like, you go in there during sweetest old people, like old um, like Hispanic people. Yeah. That are just like, oh yeah, what do you need? And the guy will like, and the thing is, it's it's pretty busy now because they they are known for like their chili, I guess. Oh, they also sell like chili powder, like red hmm. chili powder. And they're in a really high traffic area. No one's ever there, yeah. except at one or two in the morning. Except at one or two in the morning when you have a lot of like big SUVs, yeah. And, like, uh, but yeah, and so I was like, huh, I wonder how's. Oh, it's probably some front for. Some illegal stuff. Well, and then I remember downtown. We were walking by this place, and and uh, it you know it was like newly renovated, and they were like building uh, loft apartments there that were like three hundred fifty thousand dollars for like eight hundred square feet. And all of a sudden, this business opens up in there. It's like CDs and tapes, and this is like two years ago. And I was like, and I'm sitting there like, why would someone open a CDs and tape store in this day and age? That's fucking stupid. And Billy's like. It's front for drugs, Chris. Just move along. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know? I mean, why would you do that? And not even vinyl. They didn't even have vinyl. Like, the thing that people are, are actually yeah. buying. CDs and tapes. But no, like, but like the what? Is, I guess how money laundering works in that way is, like, on you make it seem like you're a successful business. Yeah. Like, this is how much tapes we sold. This is all of our profits. Tapes. Just open a car wash. Come on. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Tire store. A lot of those. A lot of tire stores. I don't know. Rim rim shop. But, I mean, if you see a CD and tape store open in your neighborhood and it just seems to stay open and you can't figure out why. Like, really? It has really late hours. Yeah. I actually want to go back to Portales because there's this place called Landles. Oh, yeah. The thing is, like, now I know it's because they sell porn. Yeah, like rent out porn. They still rent porn. Like, this guy, this guy still has a, like a yeah. mom and pop video rental store. Right, and it's oh, a big one. It's a it's, large one. It's mm-hmm. huge. And I was like, holy shit! It's, I'm gonna ask Landel, is this a drug front? Because I know Landel, yeah. Landel Goolsby. And he's like, you got it, Billy. He busted me. <laughs> and he's such the nerdy, like sweetest dude. All of a sudden, he pulls out a gun. It's like one of those <laughs> movies where, you know, how hard it is to live in L.A. and open a business in Portales without drugs and meth. It's just like some episode of like Psych. <laughs> you know? Actually, if I actually go into Landles next yeah. time, I'm like, so can I get um, a rental of? Yeah, just never. What would you return this? it next year? They're when all we go back. I've never heard of that movie. Sorry, like you know that movie. You're all hey. Do you guys have yeah have half baked? And they're all no. What about Casablanca? And they're all oh yeah. We have that one in the back. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Next mm. to his nose. Yeah. It's Hazel. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. He's all. <laughs> he puts a cracker, he puts a meth pipe up to his mouth, <laughs> points at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. That, you're talking about the Portales trip. We have to figure out how we got to do that now because my parents have that weekend of the 22nd, and then you can't go on the 28th. And then this. Which would have been perfect because that's like Halloween weekend. Yeah. That's going to be like the crazy. Like, you know, you can't go on the 28th. Mm-mm. I have to work. So it's either me and Smiley go by ourselves or we do the next weekend. I don't know if I can go on the 28th. I haven't. It hasn't been confirmed. I have to oh. find out. Apparently, everyone that works my Sunday shift yeah. with me, we've all requested it off. And For the all 29th? Of, uh, all of us have decided that if we don't get it off, we're just going to take a write up. What would kind of screw over the. What if we did the weekend after? Would that be like better? In November, we can yeah. do we can do a harvest, yeah, Dio de los Muertos episode instead of a spooky episode. Because I think any like celebration of Halloween in November is fucking sham. Okay, it's like, so, like, <laughs> I, I would always hate. I always hated like the the Simpsons like Treehouse of Horrors that were in November. It's like well, it's after Halloween, right? So can you do the the weekend after? Oh, probably. Okay, I mean, I'm sure no one's. Requesting that weekend. What about you, Michael? Michael's got a family thing. Ooh, yeah, I got a family thing. Every uh, weekend, forever, um, for well, every special event that we have. It seems like it. I really don't mean this to happen, mm-hmm. but I gotta check when my my brother's coming into town. So we're looking at the fifth and the sixth, I think, fourth, fifth, and sixth of November, and then I'll be back there again for the for the Thanksgiving holiday. So interesting. Okay, so we'll see. All so right. we're, we haven't really talked about the. One that's that's on the screen right now, the behind us here. It's currently Balloon Fiesta in Albuquerque. I know it's Ooh. my favorite time of the year. Does anyone here like? Does anybody here like it? I actually don't mind it. Like I don't hate it. Um, I don't usually go out there, but I mean, I don't mind seeing the balloons and everything. Yeah. And it's fun I, to wake up in the morning and see them. It, that's yeah, cool. But, but dealing with the traffic. No, I'm, I'm good without it, it. And it's not even that. It's like not dealing with, okay, here's what people don't understand. We have this balloon fiesta here. If you don't know about Albuquerque, it's the largest balloon fiesta in the world. It's pretty much our, our biggest claim to fame. Event of the year, yeah. Name, other than Breaking Bad. Claimed, yeah. So everyone comes here from all over the world, but a lot of them come here from rural areas, rural, and they just get on the freeway and then get in wrecks. And then it's like fucking three hours of pulling the, the flame wreckage. From the from the road, he's waving at you for beers. I think. Me too. I'll have some as well. Michael's right by the beer refrigerator. She's um, she she's hasn't been here a year yet. She needs to hate behave still behave. Uh, no shit, right? So, for me, it's like I saw, of course, Friday, which was the first day. <laughs> she's sitting there hitting the button, and it's talking. Our, our, our we have a vending machine that vin, vends beer. Yeah. And it talks whenever you hit the button. It's uh, it's pretty so, ridiculous, but uh, I won it uh, by working at a liquor store, basically. Yeah. So immediately, Friday, I see right away, don't take the freeway. Don't take the freeway. There's accidents. There's accidents. accidents. And I'm just like, ah, oh, here we go. Oh my God! Fucking it's like balloon. Here we are. Is it, it's that time Cause of year. Because you, you get out on the freeway during Balloon Fiesta, and you're out there, and you're like, you know, you have in your mind right where you got to go. And you know, rush hour is shit anyway. 
Some asshole always flips a car somehow, which I don't. I don't know how they do that. How you flip a car? I mean, I just really don't understand it, especially if you're going straight. You know what I mean? I understand if you're like f- driving down a road really fast and then you do a sharp turn, you can flip the car. But when you're going straight down a freeway, how do you flip a car? You know, not but without hitting somebody. That I never understand. Well, you probably but, had that guy that was going really, really fast, and then everybody's breaking in front of him, and yeah, then they that's true. turn really quick. And but well, that's and that's what happens. You get this this SUV with a huge basket on the back, driving down the in the left lane. You're like in the in the second or third lane to the right, and they're in the left lane, which is the fast lane, and they're going 55, which the speed limit's 65. That means you actually go 75, 80. So they're in the 80-mile-an-hour lane going 55 with this huge hulking mass sticking out of the back of their, their van or their SUV or their excursion or whatever large vehicle it is. And then they realize, because they're not from here, that all of a sudden, oh, shit, this is Montgomery. And they just, like, jack over in front of, like, three, three lanes of cars. And then, you know, cause a bad accident, and then they get off on Montgomery and leave. Well, you know, lots of people die. Yeah, well, they guys. create the pile yeah. up on Northbound. Yeah, I mean, am I wrong on that? That's pretty, that's pretty accurate, right? Yeah, and that's just that's <laughs> like, even for the auto towner, like, drivers that are just here, like, yeah. driving in their rentals that have no clue. I don't know how many times I've just oh. sideswiped someone, or they've sideswiped me on the freeway just in the last couple of days because you have, like, you get the balloon crews coming in. Like the week before, mm-hmm. and then you have like the people that are coming in for the first weekend, so they're here like on Friday. Oh yeah, and they all go down to Balloon Fiesta Park on Friday afternoon. I don't know how these people get like all two weeks vacation like that, right? Yeah, Actually, I, I'm, gonna start, I'm gonna start the trend hashtag fight a balloonist. Oh nice. So I heard today that <laughs> gunshots occurred at a hot air balloon landing spot. Like guns were fired at a hot air, hot air balloon, and I was like. What? Of course, Albuquerque would be. And I don't know how true it is, but that's what one of the news stories I heard this morning was that one of them were shot at, was shot at. Well, and like two, two hot air balloons went down in power lines today. See, and that well, that's, has, that's that normal. That has to be a new record. No, that's pretty normal. No, that's pretty normal. Did that anybody happens, die? Well, that happens Not, every... Like, I mean, I know it happens every year. We have someone die every year. At the <laughs> no one's died yet. <laughs> like, it we're really like, every hyping year. up this dang event. This, this guy over here, he died. The background over here. Hashtag, but did you die? But did you die? <laughs> but I mean, it's it's only the second day of events, and I don't think I've ever seen it happening with two balloons going down on the second day. Like usually, it happens like throughout the week. Yeah. So I was like, oh god, how are we gonna have like multiples? Well, that's that's balloonists. That's not. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the power lines. Are there? They know no, it's there. Yeah. Well, then before the balloon fiesta, there was the whole fucking controversy where Sandia Casino was like not going to allow them. Sandia Pueblo. F- Sandia Pueblo. Well, that's the casino too, right? Yeah. Isn't that all one thing? Yeah. They own the pueblo. They own the casino, right? Yeah. So Sandia Pueblo was not going to allow the balloonists to fly over. And they were like, oh, well, let's just fucking uh, boycott their casino and all this horse shit. And it's like, I, like they're all stand with, I stand against the Sandia Pueblo. Did you see all that shit? No. Against oh, yeah. I think I maybe saw like, oh, a yeah. lot of things. Because they, they were saying that the balloonists couldn't fly over. And, they, you know, of course, couldn't Not land. they couldn't fly over, but they couldn't land. Mm, that it couldn't go in the airspace. Yeah, couldn't go Seriously? over. Yes, they yeah. did. Yes, they did. And you know what? They that, have- that's their fucking right. It's true. Wow. But then again, 
you have no control of where the fucking balloon right. goes. Very oh, little yeah. control over where you, the balloon uh, goes. You have, you have some control. Uh, yeah. It's just... Especially it means with it. they have to fly really, really, really low yeah. so they can control uh, where, the where, where the wind is. Because yeah. if they go up, the wind changes. Yep, and blows them back or whatever. And well, famous where is that whole box so thing, so they're supposed to go up and over, down, and then make, be able to make the, the box. Yeah. So that's probably why people are hitting power lines. They have to stay low, otherwise yeah. they might go into... Well, and, it, and it's funny, because like, if you go out to Isleta Pueblo, one day a year... They shut the road down. Do you know why? Is it a feast day? No. So because they can. Huh. Nice. Just just because they can. Yeah. Just to show that they own that that area. Wow. You're on their land, and that's what this was. It's like I'm going to show you that you know who we are real quick, and it's like then everybody gets fucking mad. They're like we're not going to go to the casino, which I get, because I mean the casino probably would have lost quite a bit of money. People not going there if they're like finding out, you know. That was kind of a, you know... But, but they allowed the Rio Grande Arts and Crafts Festival at Sandia. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Of course. Of course they did. It's like... It, it, and it was probably something, too, where they're like, hey, we like, we'd like a little bit more of the whatever funds yeah. here. Because yeah. that's a lot of money, that the Balloon Fiesta. They, 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 wanted a, yeah. they wanted a little piece of something. A little bit of piece of something. That's how it always is. And they're like, hey, let's see how we can fuck them. They're like, hey, you can't fly over our land. Which, you know, to be fair... We put them there and gave them shitty land, and then they're like, hey, let's are, see what we can do with it. Are we going back to Chicago with the 18 months? There we go. <laughs> it's pretty much that, hey, that's, that's, it is what it is. No, 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 no. You can fly over, but you can't. But you can't. <laughs> no, no, sir. You just Grant Arts and Crafts, you're cool. These you're guys, cool. fuck them. Not so much. That's politics, man. It's all right there. It's kind of funny. But I don't know. Like, my favorite line I heard was that the balloon fiesta is spring break for old people. And I think that's the best way to describe it. My uncle was just in town. All right, check this out. This is this is funny because it's true. Me and my mom lived here for twenty years. This is the first time my uncle came to Albuquerque. My mom doesn't even live here anymore. Oh wow! Because he came, he wanted a balloon fiesta or what? Yep, going to balloon fiesta. Did he get a pin hat? I have no idea. That's the thing that see to me. I just I don't know. I see these old people and they show up and they, they have the the balloon hat and it has pins all over it. Steve's like Steve Stucker. Yeah, Steve Stucker. Stucker has his like vest. Vest. Like, not even a vest. It's like a full on, like almost like a lab coat. Yeah. And it's completely covered. I think the thing weighs about 10 pounds with all those pins. All on the it. pins on it. it probably and stops so, bullets. But he gets it every year. So I think they like, they make it for him where probably before, like he would have people bring him to him. Yeah. Now it's like problem. made beforehand and, and i want to look uh, i don't know i hope i'm never not that cool where i'm like i got a balloon hat with a bunch of pins on it I, I i feel like that that's like a, a boom uh what is it uh, the the older generations thing they like pins on their shirt and pins on their hat i i don't know it's it's all so i shouldn't say i already got uh, a balloon pin this you year. did i yeah. I'm, I'm, i was actually checking to make sure i didn't have a a, a pin on my <laughs> shirt because lots of my shirts i have like well buttons pins there's but that, that's different it's not like the little new mexico put on a bolo tie <laughs> i remember somebody gave me i went to this event and somebody gave me a new mexico bolo tie and i was like i thought it was a joke and they're like no these are the these are awesome i was like they are <laughs> when did this happen Sorry, I will not wear the bolo tie. I will not wear the big balloon hat full of pins. 
Yeah. Right, well, th- th- this is this is random, but I just thought about it. Um, yeah. I was I was packing up my CDs the other day, and I have four of your CDs. Oh, yeah. What? That's cool. I was all the Belmont. Oh, oh yeah, I know. Oh, that. I thought you were gonna be and like then I was like Belmont. Oh yeah, I know. Oh wait, these are. These... I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say like I have four of your CDs as a Pearl Jam one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Remember when you? I remember you were really into Chumbawamba. <laughs> yeah, I stole this because they told me to. Well, no, because I have, uh, I have like probably uh, seventy or eighty like local band CDs. Oh wow! Oh wow! And so we probably do laying around the house. I, I was, I had some of them not even opened. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. Well, that's awesome. This is actually before like the bell. This is before we actually really knew each other. So you yeah, no, exactly. I was all. Oh wait. That's Billy. Oh, that's also Billy. Hey, this is Billy too. Shit. <laughs> wow. That's cool. So you just you just would go and get the CDs from the shows or what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, because every time I went to a show, I always went to uh, show support. Uh, lots yeah. of uh, touring bands. So I have like some like San Diego bands in there too. So I mean, they're maybe not all local, but a lot of them are just not they're big local bands. Someplace. Yeah, they're huh. local someplace. <laughs> Everyone's local somewhere. But yeah, it was weird. I have uh, like, was it eight unit seven drain CDs? Oh my god! Oh wow! For Ida. So what is the both of theirs too? (laughs) Wonder what the big like shapes are this year. Did you say you went already? Um, you went. No, I haven't been out. Mm -mm. I was out last week getting everything ready for my other job. Um, but I I know that they have Darth Vader and a stormtrooper. That's pretty normal. They have a rocket ship. Um, like an alien. I saw like a up style house with like trees and stuff outside or something. Yeah. Let's see twenty. Let's see twenty special shapes. I think that's the best part is the special shapes. That, those are the cooler ones. Yeah. Um, I'll be out there next Saturday. There's a Yoda. There's bees. There's a I like the blue Mexican glow. fellow with a guitar and a sombrero on because that's not racist. <laughs> the bees are always the biggest one though because. Like and it's a huge thing when you have them holding hands and then they take off together holding hands. Like yeah, that is like the spectacular thing on a morning like um, yeah. takeoff. If they can get them to do that, everybody just cheers and it's like really they're just yeah floating together. I don't know. And then there, maybe because they've lived here, like we've all yeah. lived here, like it's kind of lost its yeah. You lose wonderment. its luster after a while. Well, there's a there's the Dairyland cow. There's the there's a Noah's Ark. For fantasy sake, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> um, there's a Elvis. I mean, the thing the thing that kind of gets me is like there's a there's the Breaking Bad camper this year I saw. Yeah, I think really? that one's a new one. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean that was bound to happen. I mean, you know, someone was going to make that here. Whether you know, we're not going to let that die whatsoever. Nope. Never. So as a kid, I would go out with my dad. And we would go all the way, like, we would go find them in the program, and then we would get the pilot signatures. And I did that as a kid for about five years. Yeah. Just as a little kid. And then you're like, and then you realize, like, these people aren't worth a shit. (laughs) Yeah. That guy's drunk and throwing up. Yeah. All that champagne, they're all hungover from that morning drinking. They're drunk flying a balloon. Well, I What is cool is they have one pilot that's 16 years old. Oh. This year? I think this is her first year. Oh. But she's a, her own, she's piloting her own balloon and everything. And dead at seventeen. Well, I was I gonna say I, I death don't think, traps. I don't think that's uh, how 
like, would you what, get in what, a balloon with her? No. What, what does it take to pilot a balloon? I wouldn't like, get in a balloon with a same, dude who's done it for fucking 60 years. Just the same as if you wanted to pilot a plane, you just have the, have the hours yeah. of practice. I barely get on a plane. But you're telling me that you want 290 pounds of Chris to get into this basket that you know hot air is blowing up into a cloth and it's going to lift us off the ground and you can't control it to fly into power lines? Yeah, sure, let's do this. Sounds great. <laughs> that's why they consider it an extreme sport. I know that's weird to say, but they actually do consider it an extreme sport. To do Ain't no bull riding. Anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm never getting in a balloon. No, thanks. And people go, why? It's, you got to do it at least once. I go, I sure don't. <laughs> I did it once as a kid, but they had, yeah. had us tethered to the ground. Oh, okay. So we just went up and then came back down. Te- yeah, I remember the one year. Let, let, let's talk about the, the things I've seen just since I've lived up here. I remember the one year the balloon took off on accident, and the one person held onto the rope, and then it lifted them off the ground. And they went way up in the air, and then they finally let go, and they fell to their death. I remember that one. Then And then there's the one where the lady fell out and crushed her pelvis. Uh, then there was the one year that my parents came in, and we were going to go to it. And that morning, the basket hit the power lines and killed four people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. that year. Yeah. And then there's several times people just falling out. I don't know how. Dude, fucking balloonless lives matter, man. Where's the outrage? There's the, the outrage? big one where they actually flew into um, the... So right down the street from the Balloon Fiesta Park is the a transmitter site with yeah. the red towers. Yep. yep. So one year they flew into the towers and that was well, the one. That tower has fifty thousand watts running oh, through it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so as soon as you ground what? it out, you're kind of dead. So we had to kill, and that tower goes to seven seventy, like the largest yeah. radio station in the city. And so we had to shut it down for about two days. To and clean the people out? To, no, no. Everybody <laughs> lived off of that one. They had to climb it, climb down, though. But everybody lived. But we, it, take two, it took two days. To All right, climb. Michael, grab a shovel. <laughs> We're just going to bury him right here on the lot. We have We're the gonna, gravestones gotta, right here. You got to scrape them off. <laughs> yeah. The char. So, but we, uh. had to, we had to replace the four top tiers of that tower. Fuck, see? And first of all, why is that near the Balloon Fiesta Park? Because that's been here just as long as that park has. Or actually, I, no, it's been here longer. That's what I'm saying. Where should we put this? <laughs> ah, where's dangerous? Where's the most dangerous place we could put it? Is that is that why they come here? They're like, well, you know what? Someone dies every year. Someone dies every year. Let's do like, this. Like fucking Russian roulette. It's like NASCAR. You're like, man, why do you watch this? Well, do you, the do Rex, you, man. Do you think they're Do you think they're doing it like for fun? They're all, how close can I get to that power line? Oh shit, wind Would changed. They do the river, like oh. the river touch. Like yeah. they drop down all the way to the ground and then bounce back up. I, mean, I want to see some people bungeeing out of these shit things. Out of it. Yeah. Okay, so they really are just trying to kill themselves. Okay, have you been around in the morning when they're about to take off? These people drink in the morning. Oh yeah! Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I've, I've worked, it is a well-known I've, fact. I've worked at Bloom Fiesta. They drink, yeah, they drink. So they're getting fucking wasted. And everything and they're getting wasted. Sometimes the pilots don't do it, but <laughs> whatever. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they it's, it's don't. It's weird if they don't. It's yeah. like, oh, that's sometimes they. Oh, don't he's not drinking today. Weird. But that's weird. It's guaranteed that they're all going to be like drinking right after as well. So like, it's a no ma- It's a matter yeah. of what. Like you may have like the DD like crew driver yeah. like that drives the van to go pick up it pick up. The balloon. Yeah. But everybody in the back of that car is drinking. And this is the only legal time in the city where you can actually have multiple people, like, in the back, like, of the tailgate driving down I-25 
because they're as long as they're like causing wrecks, causing wrecks, causing wrecks, flipping over cars. Yeah, someone's trying to get to work. Wait, it's over there. Someone's trying to get into work in Santa Fe, and you guys are in the in the back throwing out cans. You know, you know, there was probably like like legislation to be like you can't uh, drink and fly a balloon anymore. They're like, oh fuck. And then, like, you know, there was... We're not coming back to your state. We're never, we're, never, we're never coming back here again. It's like, oh, God, we've got to get rid of well, that. Well, remember when we had about, like, almost, like, nine, like, a thousand balloons that were going to go off one year? And then it was just too much. Too much stuff was happening. So then they had to bring it back down to only, like, 550 balloons. Because it was just too crazy. Can you turn her up a little bit? Too many drunk... Too, too many, many drunk, drunk people? Too many drunk pilots. I, you know... Too many drunks. It, and it's, it's one of those things where it's, like, you like people are like, oh, you hate the balloon fiesta. So, you know what? The first time I ever went... I'll tell you why. Because I got up at like fucking 3.30 in the morning so that I could drive over to... um, Here's my first experience and last that wasn't me being in a VIP area getting wasted. So I I get up in the morning and I go and I fucking find park at the park and ride, pay $10. I sit in a full bus with normal people, if you can use that word. Um, we all drive over there. I think they're wait. called schlubs. 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 A bunch of schlubs. So then we, we wait in line in a line of cars to get into this place. We finally get in, and they're like, well, it's too windy. We're not going to take off. What does that mean? Uh, you can walk around and look at the balloons as they're flat on the ground and uh, eat turkey legs and funnel cake. Okay. That, in, 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 yeah, in the morning. That sucks. So I got up early ass this morning for no reason. Sweet. Anyway, I'll walk around and check shit out. I walk over and I step over into this area and this person goes, hey. I'm like, yeah? Are you a balloonist? No. Well, then you don't belong here. Oh, okay. So I just paid to come out here to watch your stupid ass and you're going to be a complete piece of shit to me? Oh, all right. What an asshole. And they like chewed me out because I was like in an area that they're only allowed to be in. And I'm like, okay, well, sorry about that. I didn't know because I've never fight a balloonist. Fight a balloonist. So then I'm like, you know what? Never going back to that. And then you know, I'm sure there's some great. I, mean, I have some friends that are balloonists, chase crew people. I don't get the chase crew thing. If for people out there who don't understand, every balloon has a chase crew. Yes. And what that is is a group of people that because they don't know where it's going to fucking land. They have yep. a, a truck or, or, or there, a There's or a, a drunk van. pilot up there just yeah. doing whatever the hell he wants. So they drive. Just swerving all over the sky. And follow it so that when it lands, they can pick it up. And people are super proud to be in this thing. Like they, 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 it's like a badge of honor. Oh, man, I'm in the chase crew for this balloon. And then I'll go, do you get to fly in it or fly it? No. So what do you do? Well, we, we follow it. We, t- you know, we, we, we pull it down, and then we, we put it away. Oh, so work. Do they pay you for this? No. Oh, shit, they don't pay you? Well, no, this sounds most fucking of the time terrible. They'll pull somebody off like off the grass right there and just say, hey, you want to help out? Or It's, a most, it's all no. voluntary. You help them set up the balloon. Yeah. Get it all done. Then you follow it out. You help them put it back in. Like you have them because they have a, like a proper way. Yeah. And so you have them and you just put it back in so to the weird. bag. And but I'm like, nah. I went out there a couple of years because I still actually. I so still those people enjoy are it. drunk. <laughs> or they're just crazy. I it's, still enjoy going to the balloon you're fiesta. You're not jaded yet. Once or twice, like once every couple of years, I'll but go. But you get VIP status. Not all the time. That's um, see, I wouldn't when go. When I go out on Saturday, I'm actually working. That's why I'm having to be out there at like 3.30 in the morning. But I mean, again. So, not really VIP status. You like, get to cut in line. You get to... 
to be there at three in the morning, like Still just to get into the parking lot. Right. <laughs> no. You have to wait in line with everyone else to get in. Yeah. I mean, See, I have a, I do get a parking pass to park in a certain spot, yeah. but I still have to wait in line and like anybody else. Well, but no, I do I still enjoy the balloon fiesta. Like I won't go out as much and I'll go out with I have a like a, a my all my family does. But yeah, there's been those times where it's like, oh, it gets canceled, the balloons don't yeah. go up, and it's like, well, that's kind of well. If you got shitty. up in the morning and that was your one time to go, yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sucky. But um, I've actually like a couple years ago, two two years ago, we were just walking around, and we were kind of just hanging out right next to this uh, balloon uh, that yeah. was about to get that was getting ready to take off. Well, they still didn't have half of their chase crew because they were still coming in from the parking lot. But they needed to start getting set up. So they asked us, hey, hey, do you guys mind helping us? So we actually helped them get the gondola off the truck and kind of got them all set up. And then we just left. So What an I honor. Mean, it's, <laughs> it was such, it was so cool. It was like the experience of a lifetime. What an honor. No, but I mean, it's, it's that kind of like, how, I think the way, reason why people like it so much is that you might not have the best experience, but you can actually get right up close to the gondola before they take off. You can get up to them and talk to the pilots like, I don't know where the hell you were. Like, I'm thinking, like, you went to, like, the pilot's, like, tent or something. I don't know no, where I the hell you went. No, I walked over to the area where, like, they all get drunk. That's what I did. <laughs> so, I think, yeah, you went to the wrong area, I guess. But I went to the uh, the asshole area. There you go. Which we could probably go to now. Which we could probably go to now. That Which we have gone to now. <laughs> yeah. You've reached that status. We've so, you went to the pilot's tent area. I Whoever. And they were just like, are you a balloonist? I'm like, no. So I can get right up. So what you're saying is, I can get right up there and I can smell their breath, the smell of the vodka, <laughs> before I take off. Here's here's what I think is funny, and I bet this is true. I don't know for a fact, but I bet this is true. I bet if it's as windy the day I went, but it's the first day of Balloon Fiesta, I bet they take them balloons up in the air, because I bet they're so giddy and antsy that they're like, I don't give a fuck, and they get up in the air. But then like later on, they're like, Ah, it's windy, not doing it today. Uh, well, you know this. No. We have great uh, weather this week. I bet they do that first. If you tell me, like the first Saturday, if it's like just if a little windy. If it's bad, yeah. I bet they take it. I, I bet some go up. No, they they have like officials and they shit. have officials and nah. everything. Like they won't let how, you. How up. drunk are they? Why That's do you think goes. everybody's drunk on the balloon field? It's because I've talked to people there. who go to balloon fields and they, all they talk about is getting fucked up. It's been like, a time-honored tradition to get fucked up. It's just been like now, in like yeah. the last like maybe five years, yeah. that they've actually put like a, a like a pedestrian like beer garden out for people right. to actually use because right. you you used to not be able to drink out there unless you went to the corporate tents. Yep. That was yeah. guaranteed. Yep. But now you can go to their beer garden. You can go here. Dos Equis. And Dos Equis has their big. Giant you know who drinks beer there? Schlubs. <laughs> Tell them, James. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I I used to run a. Uh, I, I, well, I was assistant manager at a liquor store, and we'd get passes to the beer tents yeah. every year. And that's the only reason we went there. We never yeah. looked at the balloons. We never talked to anyone. We were just all, okay, this pass means I get to drink as much beer for your, here as I want, right? Yeah. Well, it's like last year. So last year we got invited. Um, he also wants one. Last year we got invited to go, and we didn't want to go. And they were like, you sure you don't want to go? And we're like, no. And they were like, all right, well, it's going to be this. You're going to get VIP treatment. And we're like, oh, all right. And that changed everything. Oh, yeah. I, I, I will never go back to Bloomfest unless it's like that. We'll but, see. 
But it's funny because, like, uh, so they, they – I think you can come back in. So they – we drive in, Michael, and we're with this guy, Billy Whitaker, who's, who's an amazing man. He, uh, he was like – he gets on the phone. Like, we're parking out in the parking lot. I'm like, oh, we're going to have to walk over there. And he's like, nah, we're not walking. He calls the head of Balloon Fiesta, has him drive out in a uh, golf, golf cart. cart. They pick the three of us up. And, you know, this is why I think it's all about alcohol. I'm just saying. Number one, I've heard that it is. Number two, the first thing we do is, is we drive down and we stop at the Hello Dr- Deli. Drive past everybody. Drinking. Drinking on the cart. Yeah. But uh, we pull over at the Hello Deli restaurant tent. But we don't go to the front. We go in the back. And the owner of Hello Deli comes out of the back, and he's like, hey, what's up? And he, he's saying hi to all of us. Then he just pulls out a fifth of Jack Daniels <laughs> and tells one of his workers to go grab shot glasses. She grabs, like, 15 shot glasses that they <laughs> so weirdly had, and we all take two shots each of Jack Daniels Yeah. to start out our balloon fiesta. Then we go over to the Dos Equis VIP tent, which you had to have a special pin. Yep. To get in. And so we get in there, and there's no one in there. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even have a pen, but he was yeah. like, no, no, yeah. he's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's I, right. I, yeah. was, I went into that tent, yeah. So they tell us we can only have three beers. We, each, we end up having like five or six apiece. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, we were laughing at you because they actually marked your they beers. They kept marking my thing, <laughs> and we thought it was funny, and they got to the three, and then... They, I would go up to show them my badge, and they're like, they'd look and see that there's three, and then they would just still give me a beer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, they're actually marking your yeah. tag, dude? I didn't know why. I don't have any idea. And we mind. just get drunk, and then they're like, oh, hey, guys, the balloon glow. And I walk out, and I see balloons that look like they like, do, pretty. Like, like this behind us. And then I go back in to, to drink some more. That's, and take a picture with a lookalike of so, the most interesting man that in is the world. The like, <laughs> I've always had with like people who are just like simply not impressed with the yeah. balloons. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm here at 5.30 in the morning. I look yeah. up to a sky full of balloons. And then I go, okay, well, that's... I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so I'm, I completely agree with this. My entire like, life, I've, my aunt has worked for a bank... That has a corporate tent, so we yeah. would always get spoiled uh, and yeah. go to that corporate tent in the morning, and we would basically stay there, get breakfast and and drinks and stuff like that. Wait, from when you were a kid? No, well, my good aunt God, my parents, Michael, good Lord, let get, me get finish fucked my up science. at the balloon festival. Jesus okay. Christ! You never Michael. met my parents. <laughs> this explains um, a lot. But we would like we would hang out there, but so maybe that's why I've been spoiled yeah. every time I go to the balloon fiesta. I usually end up in the corporate tent area. Now that I the job I have now, yeah. we have a corporate tent. So, Sweet. so almost like we'd be out there on like a fri- on Friday night yeah. for our corporate company party, and then I have to be out there for work at three thirty in the morning next Saturday. So you might as well just go. So I might, I'm probably going to be like hungover. Just go to the corporate tent the and drink till three thirty in the morning. That's what I might do because I, I'm pretty sure yeah. there's somebody Take out there that does it. I remember, and then we then we rode back in the back of like the. Four loco truck or something. I don't remember what it was. Like some some booze van. No, the Dosecchi's van. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. But um, see, I, I've been spoiled. Like I don't know if anybody wants to give us VIP passes to the uh, please uh, do balloon fiesta to the Dosecchi's tent or any corporate tent where you're going to get wasted. We will come and get wasted with you. If you would like for us to come do a live show in your corporate tent, we'll do that too. We don't give a damn. You know, I don't care. 
I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm a totally down for it. I'm, I'm a whore for that. It. I'll do it. See, and and my way, in, in it's this sounds like totally bullshit, but I know James feels the same way as I do. There's a lot of events we won't go to unless we're VIP. Well, yeah, you know, we're just spoiled that way, and it sounds all like. Oh, you've, you know, you're big time and now, whatever. But, man, well, when you get that like treatment, a, it is amazing. It's hard to go do it as just a regular Joe. Like, yeah. it's really, really rough. If I don't have, like, like, like a, my, a performer um, pass or, like, a VIP, like, something, I'm like, meh. So I had my first experience on Saturday. I went to the homecoming game, the UNM homecoming game. And oh, thank you for for inviting me after you I, ditched me. I did not ditch you. Yes, you Remember did. Remember I told you I lost my wallet and I didn't even get it back until that night. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I ended up going to the game because my friend had a ticket, so I went with them. And we ended up in the like the level one just below the press box in the building. So we were sitting up there getting the food and all this stuff. I'm like, well, geez, no wonder you guys like to sit up here. Like I got so used to that. Like, Oh. So that's where I was going to go. I was going to go to my UNM football experience. So my friend called, you know, I went to a game four years ago, Air Force versus uh, UNM. And I sat in the stands as a regular Joe, and I could have shot myself in the head <laughs> for how fucking terrible UNM football is. It was like I, I would rather go watch a high school football game than this game. Well, a couple of years ago, yeah, everybody wanted to shoot so, themselves in the head. So, a couple of years ago, my friend messages me on a Saturday because I'm pretty, I'm pretty good about spontaneously saying yes to stuff. If someone's like, "Hey, man, I got an extra thing to this, would you go?" I usually will say yes. But he goes to the UNM football game, and I was like, "No, I'm good." And he goes, "Come on, man." He's like, "No one else wants to go," and I felt really bad, and I was like. <laughs> Okay, so we go, and he's like, "Yeah, these are my boss's tickets." And I, I didn't, I didn't think about like where he worked at. He worked at the Lexus dealership, so I'm thinking like they're his like manager's tickets or whatever. So we go and we walk into the normal area, and the lady looks at the tickets and she goes, "Oh gosh, you guys are in the wrong area." She's like, "Oh, okay." So go ahead and walk past me. I'm like the ticket lady. She goes, "Walk down to the field." Show them to the guy at the gate on the field. And I'm like, what? What does this happen? All right. So we walk in, walk up the stairs, walk down the bleachers to the gate on the field. And this guy is literally telling this girl, no, we don't allow people to walk down here. It's not allowed. And I'm like, ah, shit. And so then he goes, can I help you? And I'm like, yeah, we have these tickets. And he goes, oh, okay, come right this way. And we walk down on the field. So we're walking next to the field. And he's like, okay, see this building over here? And he's pointing to the building that's in the end zone. So you got, yeah. And he goes, go to the door there. And he goes, and that's where you're going to go inside, and you're going to walk up the stairs, and then they're going to take your tickets. And I'm like, that building there? And it's like where their weight room and shit is. Uh-huh. You know, and their offices, all their offices. So we walk th- over there, and we walk in, and sure enough, there's a ticket taker. We hand him the tickets, and it's my friend Buddy, and he's got on his, he wears like the tightest Wranglers ever imaginable. Like it's cutting off his like you know <laughs> the circulation yeah. to everything and and then I'm like dressed pretty much like I am right now and the lady looks at us and she kind of looks at like how we're dressed and she's just kind of like all right and gives us these bracelets and we walk up in and we're in this fucking building and the whole front of the building is tinted window like you can see out all you can see everything you can see both stands. 
You can see the field clearly. You're like right there, three stories above it. Um, stadium, like theater seating with reclinable chairs with the arms that come down. And there's catered tequila lime shrimp. And, you know, like there's a whole catered thing. And then they sell alcohol. And I'm like, whoa. Then there's like Steve Alford of the, you know, the coach at the time of the Lobos. It's like three years ago. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And then every college football game on TVs. <laughs> yeah. you know, everywhere. So you got the ultimate <laughs> And I'm like, experience. holy shit, this is amazing. And then at, at halftime, they did vanilla bean sundaes. <laughs> vanilla bean ice cream sundaes. And I paid for none of it. And so then I'm like, I will never come to a UNM game again unless it's this. <laughs> you know, ever again. I mean, they had to be like $1,000 tickets. Yeah, that's like the ultimate ticket. I think mine, like the one I used last night, was like a yeah. hundred dollar ticket. Oh, I'm sure. So I mean, but not there's crazy, those luxury but... box up there. There's those too. Yeah. And you know, I've I've been to those ones before. Yeah. Now the only difference is, is I've been to the luxury box of the Isotopes games. Yeah. And I would prefer to be down in the seats. Yeah. On those. Well, the the difference between you and me is I don't care about sports. Yeah. So every time I've been to uh, Isotopes games. Yeah. I have thrown up on someone. Oh, okay. Just drunk? Yeah. See, that's where you'd prefer to be in the box. Yeah. Because we got to go... It was just me, actually. Uh, I got to go be in the Cisco Foods box. Like Cisco Foods. You yeah. Know? They're, they're like... They're, yeah, it's one... Of, it's next to the owners of the Isotopes. It's like the next to best luxury one. And like they just had pizzas. Like just pizzas everywhere. And then they were just bringing... The people were bringing up trays of beers. Oh, yeah. It was so many beers. Like, you go to an Isotopes game, it's like, what, $11, $10, $11 for a beer? Yeah. yeah. There was like eight or nine beers left over that no one had even touched. And that's when I met Billy Whitaker. And he was like, hey, man, you want to help me drink some of these beers? I was like, yeah. So we just started slamming them. And he's like, wow. He's like, and that's when he was like, I like you. <laughs> I was like, I'm not wasting this shit. But, I mean, I would rather, for the for baseball, though, I, I really like to be down there so, by the field. Uh, you know, I kind of... I, Went into a luxury box like once this past season, and I was like, "Yeah, it's not even that great." Like yeah, I'll do the club are. seats, but being down like in the actual stands with everybody else, yeah, is fine by me. I mean, being down there right by the strippers the is sometimes better than being in the VIP box, <laughs> right? You know, you got to be by the strip. You, you want to hate to go be among the knaves. I'm just kidding. I, I, don't, I mean, the thing is, I don't go to enough sporting events. I guess I don't know. You're always doing something. Like every time there's something like cool. Like that, you're you're busy, like you're working or something. Yeah, so I've never, I've never actually. When you guys did that, the the Dosekis thing at the Bloomfield. Then we went to. Then afterwards, we went to uh, Rock and Brews, and then you know ate for free, drank for free. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Just got even more fucked up. <laughs> then we got picked up in a Hummer. No, that was at the baseball game. No, that was the. But we still got drove home. Yeah, yeah, we still got drove home. Yeah, because I was, <laughs> I was so fucked up. We were getting like really old. Um, more? Okay, sure. So another, if anybody wants us to do uh, Tindering Minimum from their Balloon Fiesta corporate tent, absolutely. I will suck it up for that. Uh, you know, how long? So what do we got? Two more weeks of this? No, it's just a week. What? Yeah, it's just one week. Balloon Fiesta is not just a week. Yeah, it's it is. this weekend. It goes through the week and then it's next weekend. That's it. And that's, and that's it. it. Yeah. I thought it was two weeks. No, it's only... that's oh, the, that's, that's the fair. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about the real event going on this weekend, though? Hmm. The Navajo Nation, Northern Navajo Nation Fair in Shiprock. Oh, really? This I is did. something you've gone to? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Shit, it's, it's, it's I've a, danced at it's, that. It's a huge, huge event going on in Shiprock right now. Okay. 
the biggest show I ever played in my life when I was 17 years old. I'm sorry, 18. No, 17. Was playing bass for this Christian punk rock band. Oh wow! And um, we, our church had a float, and what? so I got to play in front of thousands of people. Oh when, wow! In my first band, never again will I have achieved that kind of, um, I guess, response. I wouldn't say that. You, you should, if you worked hard and That's held true. to your held to your dreams. My dance group danced for that one year. It's it's it. I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys go to the res a lot, but no, it's. it's <laughs> It's a big to do. Only me. Yes, it is. It's like people come from like miles just to go to the Shiprock Fair, and it's all about food. It's all about I don't know. I guess it's like our state fair, but I would say it's I don't know. It's I guess from amount of square feet there is, there's more people than the the state fair. Wow. Yeah. It's 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 packed. huge. It's huge. That's interesting. And it's just like it's hard to walk. There's like not a lot of port johns because it's just too many fucking people, and it's dusty. There's not a lot oh of port johns because everybody's Port-a-john. offended that it's, it's called windy johns and dusty. Which which johns are you? <laughs> well, you're doing this the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> but it's cool, man. It's it's. I used to go a lot, but I haven't been in like. The thing is, I wanted to take my ex-wife. Yeah. Well, not, when, not well, when I was married. Not recently. No, but um, so we went there, and I was like, oh shit. I'm going to get so much shit bringing this white woman with me. Really? That's how northern New Mexico is. Yeah. I always told tell people that I don't ever really experience racism. Well, you mean north, like, you mean north like eastern New Mexico, northwestern New Mexico. Northwest, yeah, the four corners area. Okay. Yeah. So, I never really experienced racism until I go home. And really? then, and then like with having like a white wife that was gonna that was like the biggest shit. Like, I would you just don't do that. Well, because um, when you said North North Mex- New Mexico, I'm like, no, Northern New Mexico is not Indian at all. <laughs> That's like Hispanic. Oh yeah, well, North yeah. Day, the Four Corners. If you go up, because like I have a coworker who's from Las Vegas, New Mexico, and when you start getting up into that area, like yeah, it's more Hispanic, it, and it is ra- there is racism too, mm-hmm. like towards towards white people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. Well, especially in Chip Rock, if like you're white yeah. and you're Weird, out, man. <laughs> if you're not white, it ain't right. No, if you're not, if, you're, if you are white, it's not right. <laughs> Think about this. Have you ever met my brother? Uh, no. Uh, okay, he's like six four. You know, blonde hair, blue Billy eyes. Billy and I are like the two people who have never met your brother. And um, everybody freaks out about it. Uh, he went to re- he went he went to school on the reservation. What? Really? Yeah. That's where we lived. And um, he would come home, like, routinely crying because all the Navajo kids were picking on him. That's how it is, man. Like, people talk about, you know, how we're persecuted, but we're pretty fucking shitty to white people up there. Oh, no. Navajos are so racist. I've gone to a reservation like Rio Doso, and I went up and asked a guy a question, and he just wouldn't even answer. <laughs> he just, like, acted like I wasn't even there. I was like, Whoa. So I, right. I, I feel that if I went back up there, even they, they, they even kind of just scoff at the way, like, my mannerisms and the way I talk. Yeah. Like, oh, he's just fucking... Do you not point with your mouth? Oh, no. I don't. Well, I, well the thing is, I, I actually had a thick Navajo accent when yeah. I was growing up. Um, cause what does that sound like? It's... You can hear it. Really? Come on. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I've been I, to a liquor store. I, I had, I had, I had, that, I had that <laughs> accent terrible. up until like I was in junior high, 
And my speech class, like I, when you give speeches, because I, you know, I had to get over like whatever like accent I had, just to um, you know compete. So like we'll just watch a lot of television and just talk like them. So basically, my, my 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 accents it changed in the way that I would watch a lot of Seinfeld. Ah, so you talk like Jewish people. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, it's, it's, I don't know. I guess What's the deal with the United Nations? <laughs> you want to be my latex speech, salesman. That's, that's how it worked out. And then it turns out like I had, I had uh, you know, a great affinity to actually speak in front of people and, wow. and, and had, had the voice to do it, like my dad, but he actually, he, he does it in Navajo. Oh wow! So I was I was a good English speaker, I guess. I don't know, but then I I, I actually competed in high school and won a shit ton of tournaments because. Do you so? Do you you don't speak fluent Navajo though? No, no, not at all. Oh okay, and you don't either, Smiley. Uh no, it's super choppy. Like I can, it, yeah, it's basically like if you had like a handbook. If you go to like another country and you're like, I need, thank you. I, mean, I, 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 and I like to teach people words I, though. I don't know how to in context or like like. Like how you put it in a sentence—that's that's what I have really? hard time doing. Because you have to think about it. there's only like three hundred, less than four hundred like words in the Navajo language, so you have yeah. to like, have to. It's the it's, way. it's the grammar that really will screw you up because you have to to make a sentence. You have to like make it. It's not in English. Just it's not time. English grammar. Yeah, because well, I mean, there's like you guys don't have multiple words for the same thing like we do in English. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, for example, there's, of course, there's no, there's not going to be a word for computer. Mm. So what you would say, like, you would have to describe it in a way like, okay, so this is a box. A box that, that thinks? thinks? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy shit, that, that's rough. I mean, they wouldn't just create a word for it? I mean, you could basically, the thing is, like, if you listen to Navajo Radio now, there's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's pretty much half and half. Half and half. Like, yeah. how, like, people would just, like, would, would, don't want to describe it, so they'll just say it in English. Well, see, I mean, okay, because, like, in English, I mean, there's words that we create all the time. Yeah. It you doesn't know. work that way. Like, well, really? They don't, they just don't expand the language yeah, whatsoever. Like, like Latin. That's a great a example. Box that yeah. thinks. A that's box funny that you both thinks. said that. Wow, I would have never understood that at all. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. I'm just kidding. I do get it. But I, I don't understand. I just don't understand what the reasoning is for not creating a word. I mean, in Navajo, because well, it's not. It's 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 not a it's not a fluid. It's not a fluid language. It's yeah. not used as much, and the traditionalism yeah. in it means that you you're not changing anything. Like, it's very important so this not is, this, to change it. So they're like, at the very beginning, they're like, we have these 482 words. Do not add any. That's all we need. Pretty much. Yeah, I don't know how. And that, how, and that doesn't how, make any sense. How, like, you know, the, you know you're talking, like, yeah. generations of. A box that thinks that's pretty Of uh, evolution of the language. There, yeah. I guess there was never. I wish I can go back and be like, well, let's just make up a word for it. Fuck well, it. Well, but, I mean, not even go back. I mean, why can't. I mean, who stops it from, like, adding that, you know. Well, like, the thing is now. Everyone speaks English, so yeah. There's, so there's, it doesn't matter. I it got doesn't you. matter at this point, right? Okay. And then, of course, when like uh, if you were, when the settlers came in, like, you weren't even allowed to speak your language. So it's not like one of those things where like, okay, sure. let's fucking make a new language or like. I got words. you. I just that's just interesting to me that you know the, then it's feel it seems it's like it's interesting to me that it hasn't died out then at all. I mean, I guess a lot of it probably has. Um, no, actually, uh, natural language is the strongest. Um, Native American language in the U.S. Okay. 
And that's the one that was the Code Talkers. Yeah. World so War II. One of, one of them. There's the Choctaw ones. Oh, really? Is okay. It, no, is it Cherokee? Dang it. I only know the Navajo ones. The other ones don't I think matter. it was Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Cherokee. Yeah, the other one's Cherokee. Hashtag fight a balloonist. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we taking a break? No, we're just going to do one long one. Oh. Why, do you have to pee? Yeah. Well, go pee well, then. Well, that's what you get for all the beer. Yeah, asshole. Well, Tell I, Michael. I thought we were taking a break. No, we started really late, man. Yeah. We started like 6.40. Oh, well, then never mind. Good. Hold it. Let your kidneys explode, dog. Yeah, maybe um, it'll help with those kidney stones. We got yeah, about 10 more minutes. Can you do 10 more minutes? Of course sure. I can. Can you hold it's it? It's so long. Just kidding. Can you hold it, Michael? I I'm can good. hold it. I just want to do dead air for ten minutes and just yeah, all right and done. Hey, can we uh, can we uh, amp up my uh, ask smiley segment? Oh, let's <laughs> talk about that. I, I, I've been I was meaning to work on that this weekend, but I did not. Uh, but I did download the program to work on it, so I'm 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 started on it. Yeah, in a way, kind of. So what he's what he's saying is is he has a segment that we're gonna put together called Ask Smiley. If you go to our website, 10 Drink Minimum, um, there is a thing at the bottom with Smiley's picture on it. I believe he has a left-handed cigarette in his hand, if that's not correct. Is that correct? Um, if by correct you mean a joint? I do. He, and he's I'm got also, a sombrero on. I, I'm also, that, that's actually, I'm wearing a baseball cap and a, and sombrero, a sombrero on top of it. On top of it. You can click on that. It has a little uh, mail sign. And you can send in your uh, questions for James, and he will answer them for you. So, you know, how special is that, you know? I will I will give you uh, the in best. In video of, form. The, in video form, the best of my personal wisdom. Yeah, yep. Which, if you, uh, like, Chris, when yeah. you first met me, how many times do you think I was just making shit up? Uh, pretty much all the times you talk. 90% of the time. I yeah. still think you do sometimes. It's like, uh, wait, what? Yeah. And if he does, I don't know it because I just believe it all now. And then you'd, you'd go and ask people. Yeah. Yeah. And then they end up being wrong. So, And I hate being wrong, so I just believe it all now. You'd be like, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, when he was an EMT. Like, yeah, yeah, he was an EMT. Oh, when he owned a bar? Yeah. I did, oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah, did not believe that at all. And they're like, oh, yeah, I used to go there. Like what the fuck? All right. So he really did on a bar. The, the the proper reaction to anything smiley says so like okay, all right. Yeah, when I first started started hanging out with you guys, you guys were like, oh uh-huh, yeah, okay, <laughs> whatever. Sounds legit. Aha, uh-huh, you almost got me. <laughs> <laughs> but then they they go around and ask. Like, oh, shit, they they right. ask around. They're like, ah oh, crap. Why is he? Keep- you have lived. I mean, you're 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 relatively around your mid thirties. I would assume. Uh, yeah, getting close. So, yeah, you lived quite a life, so you have a lot of advice to give people. I have a lot of advice to give people. And, and we have filmed some of this so far with some advice questions we have gotten. And I will say there's been a couple times where I almost spit whatever I was drinking out while we were filming. So it's, when, I, when I get it put together, I think it's going to turn out really well. And uh, those are going to be on the YouTube channel all by themselves. They're not going to be uh, available. We're not going to do them during the show. Um, they're going to be YouTube uh, channel only, which if you 
ever want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, let's let's stump a little bit of that. So we we have currently 13 subscribers to our YouTube <laughs> channel. I'd like to have a little more than that if we can. 15, sorry, 15 subscribers. We've gotten a lot of views. We've gotten over uh, about 1,300 views. But, um, yeah, it's uh, if you go to YouTube, uh, type in 10 Drink Minimum, it'll show us there. I wish it was a better... Let's see if it shows what our channel's called. New Visitor. Nope, it does not. So, anyway, go to YouTube and then type in 10 Drink Minimum, and we're there. We've got about 15 subscribers, but we have quite a bit of of, of our videos up. Um, any of the, you know, like we have the rail yard. If you want to watch the Hobo Hank episode where he's actually on it, the Alex Knight uh, from TV for AMC's Preacher, we have that episode up. Really good. Um, really good. Um, there's our show where we did live at Sidetrack Brewing up. That was a really uh, good one. Live from Santa Fe Brewing for we did beer school. That's up there. Um, let's see. Then we did uh, a show with Scene Splitter, and I can't remember who the guy was, but we talked to one of the execs from one of the record labels. Uh, that was a really good show. That's show 540 Rock and Roll. You can check that up on there. We have a lot of uh, – we have last year's Halloween up. That's on there. So, yeah, go to our YouTube channel. And check it out. Subscribe. Survive. Show 538, where I, where I probably said all the same things bad about Balloon Fiesta again. But uh, we will have the Ask James Smiley or Ask Smiley episodes up on there. I currently have enough for about two episodes, so we need more people to write in and give us questions so that he can answer them. So. And we don't have a lot yet, so yours will probably get on all the, air. the wisdom that I have yeah. accrued in uh, my. And we don't and we don't do years. a lot of takes, so it's kind of like I read it. I read it to him, and he doesn't know what's going to be read to him, and then he just like throws out his advice right off the top of his head. So, it's yeah, it's 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 pretty much all ad libs. So. Yeah, it's all ad libs. So definitely check that out, um, and uh, you know, do all that fun stuff. Where are we at here? Where are we at? Close to eight. Yeah, we're close to eight. So, yeah, I want to I uh, thank everybody for listening this week. Sorry we got out late. But um, we hadn't pulled our equipment out of the car from the rail yards last week. Check that show out. Um, you know, if, 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 if you're worried about the audio, it turned out great because there's a band literally playing over what we're saying. The whole time. We could not hear ourselves except to put our ear down to the... Um, so if you speaker. see us leaning over a whole lot, yeah. <laughs> we're leaning into the speaker so we can hear the question. Or but you get to see us comment. like you know doing uh, you know people are handing us beers and you know we're doing we're like cheersing people in the crowd you know <laughs> yeah it was it was quite fun lots of good information about yeah. the uh, the the brewers that did come up to us yeah really oh big shout out to Pie Brewing Star Brewing Sidetrack Brewing um, Palmer Brewing. Turtle Mountain Brewing. Turtle oh, Mountain. yeah, they actually reached out to us. Yeah, they did they? Yeah, well, the, the thing is, they gave they gave me a free pint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, shit. Oh, well, Bow and Arrow gave us and free, Arrow, free yeah. pints and free glasses. And glasses, too, yeah. yeah. I was stoked about that. Do we still have those glasses? There, yeah, they're yep. here. And then uh, who else was uh, Dialogue? Uh, Dialogue, you know, that's the one that's, that's like close to us, the new one. Yeah. Um, I actually wouldn't mind but going did, over there to did, get beer. 
But did they bring over beers to us that day? I, I mean, or were they, they just there? He did. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were there. Yeah. Uh-huh. He did. Uh, I don't. I, I think they brought us like one, maybe to share. Where we'd pour them out, which is fine. Oh yeah, that's true. They did. Yeah, and then dual dual brewing did but as yeah, well. We, we have we have to go to Pie soon. Yeah, I agree. We get paid on Tuesday, but if you guys want, we can go to Dialogue. I was right? thinking about going to Dialogue later on. Yeah, I might yeah. go over there. It's walking distance from here, so yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so you know, check out all those places. They were really good to us at uh, the Alibi uh, on Tap. <laughs> I guess I was saying it wrong. I kept calling it. Uh, yeah, I kept saying untapped. it. Was, I thought untapped. I was saying untapped, and I'm like, untapped. oh no, it's on tap. I'm like, oh, sorry. Whoops. You know what sucks is I got two free T-shirts from them, and I got them stolen because uh, I got my battery. I got broken into. You did not. You gave one. We gave one of them away. Yeah, one of them stolen. No, I kept both. I I, I took both of them. I oh, we gave one to somebody. We're like, do you wear a large or extra large or something? And then they were like, yeah. And you, we handed it to them. Oh. I can't remember who it was. But I'll think about it. And I'll, it'll, pop, it'll come up to me. Because that's how much love we and got from local that breweries. <laughs> that your well, I couldn't the, the thing is, like, it started out like, oh, this is fucked up. Like, why did we even do this? But then it yeah. turned out, like, we got fucking. Yeah. It was a really slow start. But by the, end, we, by the time we ended that show, we, yeah. our entire table was covered with tastings from all the beers, and like we got shout outs. Yeah. And, and, and stuff we, like that. I was like, guy, oh my he god! Like, kind of like Scott, because he he worked for like some kind of whatever channel. Yeah, and <laughs> he was like, "Who? Oh, we we know we we've met before. We've, we've, we've met him before. Yeah, we we've, we've networked networked with you, and you just obviously didn't want to acknowledge us now. But now we're cool. You can actually hang out. with yeah, us. Yeah, now we can. Now, now you now that you're humbled a little bit, <laughs> now we can all hang out. Huh? Check out the show. Yeah, uh, we have it on the channel. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I want to say thank you for the shout-out. And then they actually did say at the end of it, thank you for giving us legitimacy. So I thought that was a really cool thing to say to us. Uh, I mean, definitely from now on, you know, we definitely will do things differently whenever we sign up for things. But that was that, that was a good one. So, but, yeah. so I got fucked up there. I don't get yeah, wrong. Yeah. And I, I, I actually <laughs> want to give a big shout-out um, to Palmer Brewery, which yeah. I was never a fan of. Well, they, no, they they hadn't opened yet. Yeah, yeah. This weekend was their opening weekend. Oh, well, okay. So I'm, th- I'm thinking about the, the people who run the distillery. The left turn? Yeah. yeah the, the, the same people. Yeah. But anyway, big shout out to, um, to somebody who has the balls and the vision to make a craft malt liquor. Craft malt liquor. And when it's I tell true. people about this, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like they fucking drink. I'm like, okay. Where else is a craft malt liquor? Oh, nowhere. Well, then they'll go, yeah, 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 to me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a big deal. It was really, great. really good. It's like, it's like game-changing to me. Get the malt liquor. And to can it right there at the tasting. Like, yeah. They have it 32 ounces for $6. I don't think that's the regular price, but yeah. Oh, yeah. it was. I, I think, think it was, was just a special. Introductory, yeah. And we were not supposed to drink it there. We found out later. Yeah. <laughs> we did it anyway, and we don't give a fuck. We will not change anything. Zero fucks given. I was like, they should have no told regret, us that no when we, were there when no we bought it. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys have anything to plug? Nope. Nobody? Nope. No. So, we do not have Cards Against Humanity this week. I asked if we could take the week off. And then we're going to... Tr- we'll see if we what we do from there on. We're going to regroup and yeah. see what else we can do. A lot do. of people coming out. So Still maybe, going to uh, yeah. promote for... File, broken trail, broken trail, file, and then like restructure. We'll yeah. uh, we'll figure it out. Like the Donald, 
So check us out at tendringminimum.com. You can add us on Facebook. You can get to our YouTube channel from there. You can uh, add us on Twitter. Uh, you can send a question to Smiley, and then that way we have a way to Please do. We have questions that we can ask him and we can do fun stuff with. Um, other than that, man, we love to drink and we love to do this show. And you should as well. But always remember, never, never get, get too drunk, drunk to jerk. jerk. Tendrinkminimum.com. Tendrink